0: fans it's the weber state weekly saturday show here today for you no game day today on this saturday but we still want to bring you the saturday show and talk about the week that was in weber state football and prepare you for your college football saturday today i'm your host dustin chapman uh no co-host today for season two yet still working out the details on that but i'm happy to be here and definitely want to uh to still do the game day show with you and and make sure that we're providing you good Weber State content. Uh, Just as a quick reminder, Weber State Weekly is sponsored by wildcatrack.com. Make sure you go to Wildcat Rack and get all of your officially licensed Weber State gear. We were even chatting last night about uh, potentially a new reveal coming up soon. So be on the lookout for some new gear uh, coming up for you soon. Also, be sure to follow us on any social media platform uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, We are all there. We are interacting with folks. Definitely want to hear what you have to say. So, with that, I want to jump in and review really quickly the Utah game this week. Uh, Weber State traveled down to Salt Lake on Thursday night and had an interesting game. Uh, They ended up on the losing end uh, to Utah by a score of 40 to 17. But the score, Really overall uh, doesn't necessarily reflect what a good performance that Weber State had Uh, just to go over some individual stats with you real quickly. Uh, Bronson Barron was 21 of 33 for 213 yards, one touchdown, one interception Uh, on the rushing side, Dante McMillan led the Wildcats with 39 yards. Josh Davis had 20 yards. Bronson Barron had 26 yards rushing on the receiving end. Wildcats were led by Justin Malone, five receptions for 50 yards. Ty McPherson uh, came in with five receptions for 48 yards. And Randall Grimes had two receptions for 41 yards. Uh, We also should throw in there, John Christensen had three receptions for 27 yards. Uh, Overall thoughts on the game. Uh, It was was about a typical performance uh, for what you would expect for Weber State in that situation. They were not it's going to be very difficult for them to win the game against uh, a top contending uh, power five team in the PAC 12 conference like Utah. But overall to me, the game went really well. I was encouraged by a lot of things Uh, specifically, of course, Rashid Shahid. uh, He was, he was very good. Uh, (laughs) Had the the touchdown return in the first quarter uh, on the kick return, looked really good doing it. Rashid doing Rashid things just like he always does. Uh, It it was fun. It was fun to see that fun for the Wildcats to, to take the lead and and into that rain delay uh, and be able to, to, to dunk on people on social media for a little bit and, and have Weber state lead that game. Um, Overall though, uh, Bronson Barron I thought looked really good. Uh, Bronson was uh, elusive, I guess is maybe the best word to, to, to say that maybe we'll say creative as well. Um, I, I thought that Bronson, definitely eluded the rush a lot he he made plays happen found guys open i, I was very much encouraged by that uh, the rushing game i don't think was ever going to be anything it, it, it's always something that weber state struggles against when you're playing bigger opponents like that they've always struggled in those FBS games to to get a big push at the line and to to really have a, an, an effective run game Thursday night was was no exception there. Um, I, I'm not overall worried about that. We, we've had those games in the past. If you remember a couple of years ago when we played San Diego State and Nevada, it was the same thing. The rush game wasn't great, but as soon as we're up against FCS opponents, the rush game you know goes back to to being normal uh, on defense. Uh, I think Weber State was was great, uh, as good as they they could have been expected. Uh, one concern I had there on defense was the amount of uh, of passing plays that utah was able to to complete easily uh felt like that was maybe a little bit not typical of our of our defensive secondary especially from what we saw in the spring season they played a lot of quarterbacks a lot of great quarterbacks in the the spring season and they were able to keep those guys in check and uh and and brewer from utah certainly had a game you know he he ended up with uh he ended up with 233 yards off of you know 19 and 27 um two tds and one interception it, it just seemed like uh, utah was definitely getting a lot of 15 yard plus plays on defense not sure if that's necessarily a concern uh going going forward but definitely something that uh that we want to watch uh, but overall on defense I do think that they, they they played well. The that goal line stand, you know, late in the third quarter, I thought was was phenomenal, uh, especially after Weaver State kind of had the same thing happen to them in the second quarter. Uh, those, those were those were good plays overall. Saw some really good things uh, on defense things that I liked. Uh, definitely a lot of penalties. Um Weaver State was was certainly suspect there. <laughs> uh Jay Hill actually had a few things to say about that. We'll we'll visit that in a second, but you um, definitely want to clean up the the penalties, make sure that that goes a little bit better going forward. Uh, also another key thing that, that, that really hampered Weaver state in the spring was red zone efficiency. Uh, they weren't terribly better at red zone efficiency this game. Uh, they did have that, that late uh, goal line, or excuse me, that, that, that goal line stand that Utah took the ball away from them at the one uh, in the second quarter and, um, Overall, I, I, I they were decent in the red zone. I The thought behind red zone scoring is that generally it's inexperienced teams that have trouble scoring in the red zone. Uh, Weber State definitely needs to clean that up this year. Uh, some of the play calling in the spring in the red zone wasn't awesome. And on Thursday night, I thought you saw a little bit more of that. So uh, those are the things to clean up. Just make sure that... Uh, that we don't have a, a hole in the passing game that we can rush the ball going forward, and that we can score in the red zone. Those would be my main takeaways. But as far as MVPs go, um, offense, Bronson Barron was absolutely the MVP for me. He he played well. He he was as I mentioned elusive. Uh, he he was tough. You know, the kid ran the ball. Uh, even came up, you know, limping a little bit there late in the first quarter, and got up, went right back in the game. Um, Bronson is going to be a really good quarterback here at Weber state university for a long, long time. Uh, kid is a, a a true freshman still because of, you know, the, the opt out year because of COVID in the spring. Um, he's, he's going to be here for a long time and he's going to look good on defense. My MVP is Preston Smith. Uh, Preston Smith was was all over the field. (laughs) He was seemingly everywhere. there, helping guys and making tackles, Uh, led the team with with nine, nine total tackles, five solo, four assists. Uh, And and he was just he was all over. Just a quick shout out to the defense and the other stats there. Mark Collins had five total tackles. Uh, Eddie Heckard had five tackles. And Jacoby Harris had five tackles. Uh, defensively, I, I don't worry about us. Their, their attitude is what it is. Uh, I, I, th- I think that they're going to be just fine on defense going forward. Just to revisit, let's uh, let's let's listen to a little bit of post game audio. I've uh, given you my thoughts. Let's hear what uh, what some of the some of the players had to say, and also Coach Hill. We'll start off here with Coach Hill. Uh, let's 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 kind of hear his his post game.
1: Uh, That's very tough, disciplined, physical team, which we knew that we played against. Um, They're always going to be under Coach Whittingham, Coach Scali and Ludwig. Those guys do a phenomenal job. I was not real happy with the cleanliness on our side. I thought we had some opportunities to take advantage of a couple things. And we jumped off sides way too many times. Uh, Did not handle the noise well at times. Uh, Just, you know, 11, I think it was 11 penalties, way too many. For almost 100 yards, you're going up against this team. You can't afford to do that just put you in too many bad third downs. Uh, We had a bunch of yardage called back on return game things that could have helped us. But um, yeah, a lot to clean up. Uh, I thought we gave them a few too many creases in the run game that we're not used to giving up. And I thought they did a phenomenal job getting the ball to their tight ends. Those four tight ends can play all four of them. So, anyway, kudos to them. we got to clean a lot of stuff up. And uh, I do like the resilience and toughness of our football team, and I think we'll only get better. So, it's a real team that we have.
0: All right, so there's Coach Hill. Uh, sounded like his overall impressions were positive. Uh, and other than, other than the penalties, I, I like there that he highlighted penalties on special teams. Um, We saw very, very clearly what a player like Rashid Shahid can do for you when you have somebody like that in the return game. Uh, The penalties really hurt you on special teams. You know, in those cases, uh, it costs them good field position. A lot of times you you have a weapon like that. That's definitely something that, that they need to clean up. So, uh, let's move on. We do have some player comments. Uh, let's start off with with Preston Smith. Preston Smith was asked post game about the experience of playing Utah, and uh, and his answer is 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 awesome. Give this a listen.
1: For me personally, I, I feel like we didn't come here to get experience. We came here to win, and it's disheartening to come here and really start the way that we did. And, uh, Not come out with a win because I really believe that every single person in that
0: locker room thought we could win, and it sucks. All right, it sucks. (laughs) Gotta love Preston Smith. Uh, Love the attitude. That is the attitude that that keeps that young young man flying all over the field the whole game. Uh, They they expected to win. They they're they're mad that they lost. Uh, That is the the defensive attitude that our that our team has, and and overall the team has, and it's it's fun to hear. Uh, next, we have Rashid Shahid. Of course, Rashid had uh, that, that massive kickoff return in the first quarter. Uh, here are his thoughts on that kick return in that play. Uh, it's a blessing uh, to be able to make plays for my team to put us in position to to win games, and uh, you know our coaches they put us in great positions uh, to make those plays. Um, it takes all eleven of us on the on the unit, and um, you know I was able to make the play, and, and all of the guys were doing their doing their job, and that worked out. So. Rasheed, gotta love Rasheed. He is always humble. Uh, whenever we've had him on the show, he's been nothing but accommodating and he's just a class act person. Uh, can't say enough about that immediately, of course, going there and, and giving credit, uh, to his teammates. One more clip for you here post game. Uh, this is, is Preston Smith just talking again about what they need to clean up, uh, the things that they need to, to look at going forward and, and and just, uh, how they, how they think the season's going to go.
1: Um, to start, we won't face a better team than that the entire year. Even when we're in the natty, we won't face it because that team's picked to win the Pac-12, and they'll, they'll win the Pac-12. They're, they're a really good team. Uh, I feel like we can take away that we're a physical team. We're physical. We stood there nose to nose and fought our ass off. And I feel like if there's one thing we can take away, it's that we're physical. We're not going to back down. We're not going to quit. There
0: you go. Uh, again, Preston, just reiterating, feel like they are physical on defense and, uh, they have the tools and, 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 and they think very highly of Utah. Uh, interesting to hear how highly they think Utah. And then going back to Jay Hill's quote, one thing that, uh, we, we may have missed there at the end, if you weren't listening closely, uh, he said that, that, that this is a special team we have here. So Jay, of course, chill after watching that performance also thinks that, uh, that there's big things in store and Preston Smith dropped there. You mentioned the Natty Got <laughs> mentioned uh, making sure that they get there. So uh, definitely some confidence and some fight on our defense from Preston Smith and handed to the kid. Um, anyway, that is, uh, that's it for the Utah game. Looking forward to this week, uh, just a, a quick note. We, we're going to talk about a lot of the schedules for this week and, and where everybody's going to be, but looking ahead, uh, Weber State does have Dixie State this week at Dixie State. That game is in St. George next Saturday, uh, the eleventh of September at eight PM. Uh, if you can get down to St. George and uh, be there, that's that's going to be a good game. St. Uh, Dixie State has kept it close with a few teams and uh, last season, uh, and uh, they are they're, they're going to be primed and ready to go. So uh, next Saturday, eight PM in St. George. That game will be on of course ESPN Plus. Oh. All right, folks. Well, let's wrap around. We're going to go do our our fly around the sky segment here for a minute and just talk about what other games that uh, that are going on this week and other games that have happened. Uh, Of course, if you were watching the Weber State game on Thursday, you may have missed that UC Davis uh, beat Tulsa uh, 19 to 17. Dan Hawkins uh, in the spring. I felt like I honestly felt like Davis was was probably the best team that Weber played in conference. That that was a very well coached team and a good game that Weber State came out on top of. Uh, Davis Dan Hawkins has it going there. They beat Tulsa on Thursday night. Uh, of course, Weber State lost to Utah by final score forty to seventeen. Uh, Sam Houston went to Flagstaff and beat Northern Arizona forty two to sixteen. Uh, another win for the Big Sky. Over FBS opponents, Eastern Washington, uh, they uh, they beat UNLV thirty-five to thirty-three. That game went into double overtime, and uh, and and uh, to talk about this just a little bit, Eric Berrier was was amazing in that game. Settled down a little bit, had a couple of struggles, but especially in overtime, he 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 just throws the ball over the field, <laughs> all over, does whatever he wants. So uh, our secondary against Utah allowing some big plays. Um, That being a concern, you know, we do have to go to Cheney and play Eastern Washington and Eric Berrier. So uh, they need to make sure our secondary is in line for for that. Uh, Also on Thursday night, uh, number 25 Arizona State uh, beat Southern Utah uh, by a score of 41 to 14. Last night. And Colorado took on Northern Colorado and Northern Colorado in the debut of coach Ed McCaffrey had moments, had some moments where they looked really good, but they lost that game 35 to seven. If you are paying attention today and want to watch some football, there's a lot of games on slate. (laughs) We have North Dakota playing at Idaho state. That is at 3 p.m. That will be on ESPN plus Uh, Cal Poly is at San Diego that we play playing the Toreros. That will be at 4 p.m. Also on ESPN Plus. Montana State. They are playing at Wyoming. That could be a great test. Great uh, test for a new coach at at Montana State. Uh, that game is at 4 p.m. and also on ESPN Plus. Uh, Simon Fraser is making the trip to Idaho. Uh, that game is at 4 4 p.m. Also on ESPN Plus. Montana. They are taking on. Number 20, Washington tonight. That game starts at 8 p.m. and will be broadcast on the Pac-12 network. Sacramento State, they are playing Weber State's next opponent, Dixie State. Uh, that game is in St. George, also starts at 9 p.m. Uh, and that will be on ESPN+. To me, that is a pretty interesting game, uh, especially because one, Sac State, 2019, we we all know how good they were. They were a very highly ranked team. Uh, you know, went uh, went pretty far in the playoffs. Uh, the, they haven't played a game. They opted out of the spring season, so they haven't played a game since that playoff appearance in 2019. Uh, they are going to be. It's going to be interesting to me to see if they're able to uh, to shake the rust off against Dixie and and also uh, give us a good litmus test of what kind of team Dixie is and what we can expect next week. So uh, be sure to check that game out again, 9 PM on ESPN plus. And then lastly, we have Portland state playing at Hawaii. That game starts at midnight. Uh, It's, it's probably not one that you're going to be able to find. It's on spectrum pay-per-view. So if you want to wake up tomorrow morning and (laughs) look and see how that game went, go ahead and do that. Uh, That's that is uh, the teams playing in the big sky. Some of the other notable games to, to look out for just from other FCS teams, we've, there've been quite a few, uh, FBS, FCS victories over FBS teams. Uh, if you were, if you were watching last night, South Dakota state, they, they absolutely took it to Colorado state. I mean, they were, they were dominant in Fort Collins over, over Colorado state. They looked like the FBS team, quite frankly, in that game. Uh, so that's big things from the Jackrabbits. Definitely want to have watched them this year as they were, uh, a title game participant last year, of course, losing to to Sam Houston State in the title game. But uh, you know, really big things potentially coming up. I want to watch how the the season for the Jackrabbits goes in the in the Missouri Valley Conference. A couple of other games of note uh, to be watching out for uh, as you're going around your College Football Saturday. North Dakota State is playing Albany at home. That game is at 3:30 p.m. on ESPN Plus. Uh, We also have Northern Iowa, another team that uh, always seems to be in the wheelhouse against Weber State. Of course, we had a a home and home schedule with them that didn't take place uh, last season, should should take place next season. They are playing at Iowa State, number seven, Iowa State. That game starts at 4.30 p.m. Uh, It is on ESPN Plus as well. Lots of ESPN plus games, folks, that that deal is going to work out. If you don't have your ESPN plus subscription, (laughs) you're you're going to want to do that. You're going to want to make sure that you you get that in place. So uh, anyway, that is what we have here for the Saturday show for the game day show kicking off season two of that show. Oh, one more game. Don't want to forget this. We also have James Madison. They are playing at home against Moorhead State. That game is at 6 p.m. It's on Flow Sports. You're not going to watch it because Flow Sports is terrible (laughs) and uh, it's it's a lot of money. It's just has not been good for for that conference. Uh, Anyway, that is the Saturday show. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, Kicking off season two in style. Enjoy your Saturday. Uh, Enjoy watching college football all weekend, hopefully. And uh, we will catch up with you next week when it will be an actual game day show, not just a Saturday show, as we get ready for Weber State playing Dixie State uh, down in St. George.